welcome to the Joseph Caesar Podcast, where I share my life experiments, explore new ideas, and talk about the lessons I learned doing both of these things. I'm your host, Caesar. So, we're back, baby. Almost didn't make it today, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, <laughs> I was just, it was a hard day. It was uh, mentally, I wasn't there. I was tired, I guess. I was tired. I felt I kept getting frustrated with the things I was doing because um, I wasn't getting any tasks done. And I would constantly be switching from one task to the other, but never finish a task. So it seemed like I was getting nowhere in my list of tasks that I write down every the evening before. But we made it. We've made it here. And um, now, before this podcast, I was analyzing what, how we can improve what needs to change in the in the daily uh, habits and in the structure of my day. So, let's talk first about the blog post that I posted today. It was called uh, Experiments, I believe. Let me see. Hmm. One sec. No, it was the, the new seven-day experiment, of course. The 308 kettlebell swings. Now, instead of reading it, I'm just going to talk about it. Um, this on Sunday evening, I was thinking about what, what new experiment to do. And, and I wrote down two things that I thought were missing in my life. And one of them was, uh, more exercise. So then I was thinking, how can I, how can I do more exercise, but make it easy, make it enjoyable. You know, I want to feel like I want to do way more exercise is what I told myself, but I don't want it to feel difficult because that's the problem right now. So then I was like a shit ton of kettlebell swings every hour because I usually would do like 30 kettlebells, 30 kettlebell swings here, 30 kettlebell swings there, you know, like every, uh, I do do them between like 9am. I do one like 9am and then I'd wait four hours and then do the other one. So, and when I would do those 30 kettlebell swings, I mean, I've been doing them for so long that it's not that difficult. Um, I was thinking I want to do something similar. I started Googling online and of course the challenge is this crazy challenge that I've heard about. It's 10,000 kettlebell swings in a month. It's pretty fucking crazy. Or is it? I don't know if it is because then I started doing, um, then, then I found a, a blog post where a guy posted do do 300 kettlebells, 300 kettlebell swings a day. And I was like, that doesn't sound bad at all. Also, I had just watched the, um, what, uh, the fucking weightlifters? What, what are they called? Crossfitters. There's a, on Netflix, there's like a, they have like two documentaries and, um, they're the CrossFit championships and everyone is Jack city. It's intense. Like everybody has phenomenal bodies, insanely ripped. And they're doing these crazy things where they go out. First of all, they're doing multiple workouts a day. And in, in one workout, they're doing like a hundred, a hundred reps of like uh, barbell cleans. Okay. So they're, they're lifting fucking heavy weights and they're doing a hundred reps. And that's just one out of like three or four um, exercises, three or four workouts that they do every, uh, every day of the competition. There's like seven days. These fuckers are going nonstop and I'm sure they're tearing down their body. However, the thing is, is that they were they were doing four insane championship workouts. This is for this is to decide who's the fittest person on earth. And after that, 300 kettlebells seemed like not not too bad. Not bad at all actually. 
So I did the math and I was like, all right. Um, I, I started thinking, I was like, oh, you know what? I want to separate it between when I wake up 5 a.m. to like um, an hour before I go work out with my friend Daniel, which is at 7 p.m. And so it's 14 hours between 5 a.m. and 6 p.m. So I got 14 different uh, different sets. And that led me to land on the number of 22 kettlebells every hour. So at the top of, of the hour, I have my my watch here, my Timex watch that is set for to, to go off every 59 minutes and 50 seconds. And every 59 minutes, 59 minutes and 50 seconds, I get up. I do some warm-up um, hinges. Like it's like I kind of bend over. It's basically the kettlebell swing motion without the kettlebell. And then I pick up the 35 kettlebell and boom, we go. 22 right away. It's not that difficult. The other thing is that's been helping me is that I have the um, the book Becoming a Supple Leopard or The Supple Leopard. And in that book, it gives you the exact... Um, the, the exact method for doing a kettlebell swing. So this way I'm perfecting my form of doing a kettlebell swing. And, um, and I think I'm preventing, preventing injury. It feels way better. I can feel when I don't do the kettlebell swings correctly. For example, if I finish one hour and maybe my back feels a little sore or it feels a little like, um, there's something there. It's not complete soreness, but it's like, Hmm, it's a little uncomfortable, you know? And and so I, I keep referring back to the book and I keep thinking of the points that he talks about. Um, like bend your knees out, or when you're you're coming down on the swing, bend your knees out, neutral spine, um, tight abs, and then uh, leaning backwards, trying to keep your shins the same the entire time, like the not not to come forward. And it's been working out. Uh, I feel I feel the difference in my swings. They're more powerful, I think, and they uh, they just it just feels better. But anyway, I did it yesterday, and I was scared of how I was gonna feel today. I feel fine. I feel a tad bit sore, not even that bad. And today, I, it was a little more difficult to do it. Um, it seemed like every hour I was caught off guard. Like fuck, I have to do them again. So yeah, it's, I don't think it's def, I don't think it's that sustainable to be doing it every hour. But since I got nowhere to go, I mean, it's a perfect time. And I'm already I'm already done for today. 308. Boom. It's really not that bad. It feels like it doesn't feel bad at all. The, the biggest thing is that it might be an inconvenience every hour, but it takes about less than 30 seconds. So in the blog post I talk about my method and um and so I added these these kettlebell swings because I, I want to lose weight. I want to lose fat, not weight, um, but fat. And so one of the things that I'm, I measured myself this morning, uh, I only lost a centimeter in the waist and I'm an impatient fuck. I wanted to speed up. I'm doing the slow carb diet, which is supposed to limit insulin release. I'm doing 16 hour fasts. And this just started this week. The slow carb diet I've been doing for a couple of weeks. The fasts are new. I added that this week because it's not that difficult. I'll just eat all my meals by 12:30 p.m. and um, I'm doing the exercise of the 308 kettlebell swings. I'm gonna do an eight-minute bodyweight workout that I was doing that turned out to be. It's not. It's just a. Uh, it's not that it's really difficult, right? It's challenging. 
It's challenging like it should be, like a good workout should be. However, I dread it. And I think I'm just being a bitch. I'm being a fucking bitch. I'm not going to lie. So I'm going to use that eight-minute workout, and I'm going to do easier progressions of the exercises. So instead of doing, um, like, there's the, the, I was for example, one of them was a single-arm uh, push-up, single-arm push-up, assisted push-up. And that one's dope, but but I mean I, I just I want to make this eight minute body weight workout kind of like a cool down for the day because I also have fifteen minutes of gymnastics rings workout or practice um, using four pound ankle weights out there with uh, Daniel. So Daniel is my friend. So the, so the thing is that I don't want to overtrain. I don't even know if I'm close to overtraining. I'm probably not. I don't think I'm doing enough. I don't think this is like enough because I what I'm thinking about is elite athletes. I think they're the ones that are overtraining. So it might just be being a bitch here. Um, and then I, on the blog post, I read about how I'm doing warm ups before all the exercises and before bed. The plan is to do five minutes of nightly stretching, uh, a seated fold, pigeon pose, downward dog, scorpion stretch. I just don't want to wake up like fuck like everything's sore i want my my body to i want to take care of my body so that i can do it again the next day and then the next day and then the next day um the way i'm going to measure this my results is by the centimeters that i lose by next tuesday um the scale i'm going to use a scale as well but um i don't know if i'm going to gain muscle so the scale really is it's just there. It could help me, but at the same time, I'm looking more at the at the waist size. Because if I go up in weight, but I go down in waist size, I really don't care. I actually don't care at all. So the starting weight is 184.8 pounds. The waist is 101 centimeters. And that's the experiment of the week. It's actually pretty fucking cool. One of the things I did not do today is 96 hours, 90, 96 ounces of water. I've drank about, I think I've drank 32. I need to get on that shit. Still got enough time before the end of the day. Moving on, there's some questions I had my about I had for myself, um, having to do with the habits and the experiments that I'm running today. I had the feeling of. Last week, let's start with last week. Last week, I had the feeling like everything was going right. Like, oh shit, I, I don't know how I landed in this spot where I'm, where I feel like I'm improving in a lot of ways and I feel like I'm learning a lot. And today, I woke up and started yesterday, I think, but I feel like there's something missing now. Like, okay, last week, I started waking up at 4.30 in the morning. That's great. That was new. That was exciting. But now it's been seven days. It's been eight days. And that's the new normal now. Now I, I'm like, okay, what's next? What's next? Because we can't stop here. So I don't know what's, I, I mean, this, this is next, this experiment. But besides the fact that I'm doing that experiment, I feel like there's, there's something else missing. Something uh, work-wise. And um, uh, yeah, original content, not content. Because the thing is, I don't necessarily want to be focusing on content. I, I'm just, 
I'm doing this because it helps me find out what, what I actually want to do. Um, the next thing that I'm going to do. That's why I start doing the podcast. That's also why I write in the mornings. That's also why I do the, the um, blog. So there's just this feeling inside me where I'm like, uh, it's kind of like uh, that wanting to find the next thing. I don't know if this is healthy or not. <laughs> I don't know if it's healthy, but I, I, I feel like I can take on more. I feel like, all right, I mastered, or I, I kind of have a set way of, like the the four thirty in the morning thing. All right, that's all good. Um, I I can handle it. Now I need the next thing. Like let's start adding on because I'm kind of, I'm kind of bored. And but the thing is, I start having that feeling. However, today. I forgot to the morning routine, half of the morning routine. My morning routine is split up into two, two different things. And what I call my morning routine, it consists of um, waking up, doing my bed, um, 10 reps of any exercise, then meditation, then journaling, then reading. The first half is waking up, 10 reps. Second half is meditation, journaling, reading. I didn't do the second half today and I tend to forget the second half. Now I think it might be with the fact that I'm forgetting or that I'm, that I've split it up. I think since I've split it up, cause I, before I would do it all in one go, since I've split it up, I've had a problem remembering to do the second half, especially after I started waking up at four thirty in the morning. So that might be one thing to consider, put it back together. As a matter of fact, I'm going to write it down. We're going to try that tomorrow. So fucking, um, oh, actually, so I make a list every, for the last week or two, last two weeks, I've been starting to make a list of my daily tasks. It's been helping me actually, uh, keep my shit together because I don't have to like rely on my memory. I mean, I don't know why I haven't been doing this, but I write all my tasks that I want to get done the night before. Of course, this is something like, like, uh, I guess that might be obvious to some people, but I, I knew about it. I just. Never wanted to try it, but definitely is working for me. So I was going to write down a morning routine all in one go. Boom. Here's the other thing. I woke up this morning and I felt like shit again. What the fuck, body? Well, yesterday I did 308 kettlebell swings out of nowhere. So, and I went to sleep around 9.30. Maybe I got seven hours of sleep. Might not have been enough. So my body was like, hey, fuck you, bro. Fuck you. Throwing me these 308 kettlebell swings and then you're you're just going to give me seven hours of sleep? But we did it. We got through it. How do I handle... This is the next question I have. How do I handle the energetic lows? But what I mean by that is there is a part in the day... Maybe sometimes it comes around 12 p.m. Sometimes it comes around 3 p.m. But I lose energy. And more than that, I'm, I'm more susceptible to the negative chatter in my mind. And by negative chatter, I mean like what I start saying, what the fuck are you doing? You're wasting time. We haven't gotten anything done. It's useless chatter. But it might it might be right. But I think it's useless and I think it's a waste of energy, to be honest. So my question is, how do I, how do I avoid that? Now I don't want to take caffeine. Why? Because I think, um, I do drink yerba mate in the morning. 
I drink it at 5 a.m. But from reading the book, Why We Sleep, drinking it too late in the day, especially since I'm going to sleep around 8.30 to 9.30, drinking it after 12 might affect my sleep. However, it might be uh, worth running a test on, right? So that's the that's the question I have. How do I how do I fucking avoid those lows? I don't know. I'm just presenting these questions just because I wanted like a new segment for the podcast. All right, let's talk about books. I just got the scribd the scribd uh free trial. Scribd is like the Netflix of books. Fantastic. Check it out. The free trial is 30 days, unlimited audiobooks, unlimited books online unlimited magazines and then documents, whatever the fuck that means. And so um, they have some Neil Strauss books. Neil Strauss is the author of who, who got famous with the game. At least that's how I found him. The game is a pickup artist book. He was a reporter in the New York Times, and he went to um, infiltrate the pickup artist world. The pickup artists are men who – it's like a little society of people who – who specialize in like picking up women it's like their sport it's their sport they have like techniques they have um it's insane how deep it goes but anyways he he wrote this book about uh, basically seduction and like how this underground world runs and he became actually very famous in that world he would used to be a um kind of like a a person who a guy who wouldn't didn't have a lot of relationships and once he was exposed to this world he became one of the sought-after teachers (laughs) which is crazy but then after that book he wrote a book called the truth instead of the game the truth and this book is about him trying to settle down and finally marry uh, this girl that he has met and it's a very personal book but it goes through how he has to go through to rehab because he's addicted or they say he's addicted to sex. I'm barely in the first part of the book. Fantastic book though, because, uh, the content is, is, uh, I mean, it's, it's interesting. It's fascinating to hear this guy's life, but the way he writes makes me like, it leaves me in awe. Like the way he puts sentences together for me, I'm like, dude, you're so good with words, bro. He, he throws throws metaphors at you that really make the picture clearer. You know, like, you're like, wow, that was a great use of a metaphor right there. It was poetic the way he used that. <laughs> I just really like his writing, his style of writing. I'm like, damn, Neil Strauss is a fucking badass. So that's the audiobook that I'm listening to right now. I just got the Stephen Pressfield... Stephen Pressfield's book called The Knowledge or Knowledge. And it is a, from what I've read, it's a, um, and I've read only the summaries. It's like a, a mix between nonfiction and fiction about his life and how he finally wrote his first book or his really famous book, The War of Art. And um, it's a fast, I think it's going to be a fascinating book because, I mean, it's a story. But the, the, I mean, the whole book of the war of art was, he, he just kind of peppers throughout the book, 
the fact that he's he didn't write this book until he was like way older like i think it was past 40 or something but his entire life he had wanted to be an artist he had, he had wanted to be a writer and he knew it and so he, it's it's about him battling resistance i'm very interested to see that story because like i've said before books are an entire person's lessons of 40 50 years compressed in just 200 pages so i'm excited to see if uh any lessons jump up jump out of the book and help me out in my own life and that's it with the books so that's about it for today actually last thing finally got some sort of intro going here i was trying to come up with an intro kind of like um meshing together different uh, clips from from different movies like audio clips of people saying things but i just i didn't know what to do the only thing the only idea i had was this guy from the planet of the apes saying he was yelling he was that's why i took it out because he just he was just yelling the name i need to speak to caesar <laughs> but i was using an a music i was using some music as the background and it was to me it was just a bit <laughs> off-putting because the music would start this is how the intro was gonna go the music would start and then uh, out of nowhere it's just this guy i need <laughs> to speak to caesar <clears throat> so i decided to take that part out and so the new intro is just a song <clears throat> and yeah we got an intro we're making moves inch by inch we're going forward <laughs> all right see you tomorrow